Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. New virus milestones. The rate of increase is quite enormous right now. Alleged Russian plot to target U.S. troops. The president tweeted, nobody briefed or told me. Mississippi turning. We need to have a flag that is unifying. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. We begin the week with new pandemic milestones. 10 million coronavirus cases globally, 500,000 deaths, a quarter of them in the U.S. And in this country, the last four days have seen the largest increases in cases so far. At least 13 states have halted reopening plans. Our coverage begins in Texas with CBS's Janet Chamlian. To stop the surge, restaurants across the state can only be at 50% capacity starting today. Texas Governor Greg Abbott now saying he regrets opening so early. We need to understand that COVID-19 has taken a very swift and very dangerous turn. A dire warning after new coronavirus cases hit almost 6,000 in one day. In California, Governor Gavin Newsom is also scaling back the state's reopening after a surge in cases there. He's ordered bars in seven counties to close immediately. And in Florida, CBS's Manuel Bajorquez. There's no doubt that the growth right now is exponential. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez says all options are on the table, including another stay-at-home order, as his city races to contain a surge in coronavirus cases. Concerns over irresponsible behavior led officials in Miami-Dade and Broward counties to close the beaches over the 4th of July weekend. Hospitalizations are up more than 50% in Miami-Dade County from last week, and the 14-day average rate of positive tests is more than 16%. Statewide, the rate of positive Positivity is roughly 12% and climbing. Vice President Pence was a masked man when he visited Texas yesterday. He took it off to deliver a message. Wear a mask wherever it's indicated. President Trump has shunned masks and mixed messaging from the White House about them has left state officials to chart their own course. In Arkansas, Republican Governor Asa Hutchinson is against state action. He was on ABC's This Week. We're not going to pass a mandate that is unenforceable. A 60 Minutes investigation finds the Trump administration allowed the market to be flooded with faulty virus tests, even after being warned about the problem. Robert Castaneda spent half a million dollars buying COVID tests for his two Laredo, Texas clinics. There was a minimum buy, and that minimum buy was 20,000 kits. But when Laredo's health director, Hector Gonzalez, tested the kits, he kept getting different results. We said, did we do this right? And went back through our steps, and... 
and we were confident that we did things correctly. That's when he learned. But FDA had never checked them. The Trump administration continued to push the tests even after EU countries and the WHO itself issued warnings that they're unreliable. By the time the FDA cracked down last month, hundreds of millions of bad tests were already on the market. Vicki Barker, CBS News. White House correspondent Ben Tracy has the latest on what President Trump is now saying about a controversial report that has some in Congress promising an investigation. After the New York Times reported that Russians tried to pay Taliban-linked fighters to kill U.S. troops in Afghanistan, the president says he was never briefed on the matter. On Twitter, Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney asked why the president wasn't briefed and what is being done to protect our forces and hold Putin accountable. Democrats are asking the same thing. This is totally outrageous. You would think uh, that the minute the president heard of it, he would want to know more instead of denying that he knew anything. In a late-night tweet, the president said the intelligence officials didn't brief him because they did not find this info to be credible. Mr. Trump suggested the story was a hoax. Yesterday, President Trump retweeted a video showing an apparent supporter chanting white power at a Florida retirement community. The lone black Republican in the U.S. Senate, South Carolina's Tim Scott, denounced it on Face the Nation and on CNN. The entire thing was offensive. Certainly the comment about the white power was offensive. There's no question. I mean, we could play politics with it or we can't. I'm not going to. I think it's indefensible. We should take it down. It was later deleted, and the White House said the president did not hear that statement in the video. Lawmakers in Mississippi have voted to change the state flag. It now includes the Confederate battle emblem that's been condemned as racist. Mississippi voters will be asked to approve a newly designed flag in November. There's been a dramatic uptick in shooting violence in some major cities. At least 14 people were killed in shootings in Chicago over the weekend. The victims included a one-year-old child. Pastor Donovan Price. If you're not mad, if you're not outraged, if you're not heartbroken about this, then what will you be heartbroken about? In New York City, 17 shooting incidents Saturday alone with more than 20 wounded. Tense moments last night in St. Louis. As we hear from CBS's Laura Podesta. As demonstrators marched toward the mayor's home, a white couple outside their own home pointed guns at the crowd. The marchers were demanding Mayor Lida Krusen step down after revealing on Facebook Live the names and addresses of constituents who had written to her demanding police reform. That video has since been deleted and Krusen issued an apology. But for protesters, that's not enough. Correspondent Sam Litzinger tells us today is an important one for a troubled aircraft maker. The Federal Aviation Administration says it's approved key certification test flights for the grounded Boeing 737 MAX. Boeing's best-selling jet's been grounded since March 2019 after two crashes killed 346 people. Sources say during the test, pilots will intentionally trigger the reprogrammed stall prevention software that was faulted in both crashes. A former NFL MVP has found a new home. Put it right on the money. Quarterback Cam Newton signing with the New England Patriots, who are looking to replace the departed Tom Brady. The Patriots were also fined $1.1 million by the NFL for videoing the Cincinnati Bengals sideline during a game last season. The BET Awards was a virtual event last night on CBS, but the performances were still powerful. We will never break. We will never break. 
John Legend and others put the spotlight on civil rights. Beyonce got a humanitarian award and urged viewers to vote. One state's looking deep into all of its laws at a time when racial wrongs are being righted at a faster pace. A special commission in Virginia has found nearly 100 laws that could enable or promote racial inequity or inequality. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam says he's committed to having lawmakers repeal those laws. That was a a wrongful time in our history, and so it's important to get this out of the code. The racist and discriminatory laws from 1900 to 1960 still on the books in Virginia cover things including voting, education, and health care. Jim Crisula, CBS News. No transatlantic flights, no problem for 47-year-old sailor Juan Manuel Ballestero. He completed an 85-day solo trip from Portugal back home to Argentina aboard a 30-foot sailboat to see his 90-year-old father and 82-year-old mother. He tested negative for COVID-19 before the reunion. That's the World News Roundup for Monday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.